I always kind of say time, talent, or treasure. So if you've got time that you just want to give, that's awesome. If you have treasure that you want to share, you know, if it, we are 100% reliant on funding to open, keep our doors open. And then if you have a talent, if there's something that you're really good at that you'd love to share with the community, that's also a way to get involved. Hey, you're listening to the Welcome to Camino Island podcast presented by the Camino Chamber of Commerce. Tune in as we keep you up to date with events, the ins and outs of living on an island, and hearing from different people in our community. Whether you just moved here, been an islander for many years, or are just visiting, join us as we explore the easy island together. Welcome to Kamano Island, listeners. Today I'm here with the uh, Executive Director of the Community Resource Center of Stanway Kamano, as well as the Resource Coordinator. Welcome to the podcast, Mary Bredrick and Michelle Ballard. Thank you. Good morning. You. Yeah. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about each of yourselves. We'll start with you, Mary. Um, let's see. I am a somewhat new resident to Kamano. I've been in this community six years, but born and raised in the Northwest. Um, I have two kids and married to my husband for, I think, 33 years. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. And you? Um, I, have, I have four kids, and I have been here about 20 plus years. Okay. Um, yeah, my husband was here for a while before that, so... We've kind of been on the island for a while. Nice. Very cool. Um, did you guys have a connection to Camano before moving here? I have in-laws that live here, um, but have always thought it was amazing and beautiful place to be and had a job opportunity come up this way. And so our kids were grown. And it was sort of like, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I moved here because that's where my husband lived. <laughs> okay, got it. Very cool. All right. So, um, so I don't know that for the for our listeners, could you give a, a kind of brief overview of the community resource center of Stanwyn and Command? Well, first of all, I'm going to say you can shorten it to the CRCSC because I know okay. that's a mouthful, um, <laughs> right? Um, we are a family support center, which basically means we're here to support community in whatever way is necessary. We support families who may need help with. Um, paying rent or utilities or found themselves in a situation where they need resource help, and that's where Michelle kicks in and, and puts her magic to work. We also have programs for uh, teens and middle schoolers. Um, we have a lot of service groups that come and meet in our, in our facility. We have a wardrobe, which is a free clothing resource. Um, we do community events, um, and we're getting ready to just kick off a whole new early childhood kindergarten readiness project that is a community-based project. So lots going on. Michelle, is there yeah. anything I missed? I feel like um, anything to add? We have the speaker series. Yeah. We have different programs set up for different families, you know, what families might want or need. Or um, We just did the little teddy bear picnic for the little kids and um, there's just always something new happening there. So we're very fun. fluid and we like to pivot. So, yeah. um, and we've gotten better about that since COVID for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. One new thing we have brought in that's kind of cool because you've been working on case management, like like case management with families, but we've also added, we've contracted with um, another organization to provide um, clinical social work. So okay. she works with our young people. Um, 
with light, you know, light counseling. We're going to start some group support or group work with the kids. And um, she's been a great resource. She actually is from the, oh gosh, they have a long name too. Um, the Center for Justice Social Work. They used to have an office out here on yes. the island. Yeah. So okay. Kate, Caitlin and her group. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So do you guys still work with their group then? Yeah, we, we just started contracting with them. So okay. it's, a, it's a new addition to the CRC. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, so people that are, this podcast is for both um, newcomers of the island as well as visitors. Um, how do people that are visiting, is there an option for them to engage with CRC? Definitely. All of our programs, they can check out our website and our Facebook and are invited to come to all of our events that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's open to the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for those that are visiting, what would be the things that they'd be gaining out of the events and stuff like that? Well, fun for their families if it's a family event. Um, we also have the speaker series, which is an educational series. It's something we're in partnership with the library. So uh, multiple topics and really interesting kind of um, not your not your traditional speaker series, I would say. There's some fun um, speakers that have come. And um, the art programs, like if, I know there's a lot of grandparents up here or families who come for a week. If you want to come and have your kids do art for a week while you're off doing something else, it gives them an opportunity to participate. I think it's just a little bit of getting to know what I would say to somebody who was just moving here be willing to explore and come check us out because mm-hmm. there might be something you didn't even know you needed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there might be something you need or are interested in that we don't have, but maybe we can find it. Okay. Michelle is an awesome, if she doesn't know where it is, then it doesn't exist is kind of what I tell people. Uh, yeah. she, is, she can sniff out a resource like nobody else. <laughs> nice. I'd like to find that, that thing that people need. The connection. Yeah. She can connect you to whatever services or thing you need for sure. Nice. And so, um, so for the people that are here in the community, what are the, you, you mentioned a lot of different yeah. <laughs> pieces that you guys do. Um, I'd like to dive just a little deeper into those. Um, you said you've got youth programs, you've got things for adults. Um, you want to start with youth? Kind of what are the things you have going on there? Well, it's summertime, so it's a little bit slower, but, but we have the high school late night group mm-hmm. that kids can come to that are in high school. And we're hoping to be doing a, uh, I don't know when that's starting, but... Middle school. We'll be doing our middle school group. Most of our stuff is after school, so that after school or early evening. Um, So, yeah, the after school drop-in type programming, which usually has, um, you know, there's always food involved. (laughs) There's always opportunity to hang out. Right now, the social-emotional well-being of our young people is really um, something that we need to support and work on. So there's um, ways of doing that, getting kids connected and back connected with each other and we also have an art program that we're in partnership with SCAC, which is the Stanwood Camino Arts Advocacy Commission. So yeah. we did, gosh, we have mouthful. <laughs> we have a lot of mouthful titles around here. Um, and so they have been doing, we did a summer art program with them. We did an art program all year last year. Once a month, um, a, an artist came in and worked, did some sort of project with our kids. So we're looking to do that again and expand that. We, act, we actually were having some planning meetings yesterday, so there's lots coming. I can't like 100% share everything, but just keep an eye out. There's a lot of upcoming things going on. Yeah. And for the, the youth events and like for high school, middle, mm-hmm. middle schoolers, where are those events located? At our at our at our resource center. So okay. right at our place. Okay, and where's that located? 
9612 71st um, Street Northwest. It's across from the Stanwood Library. We're okay. right downtown. Oh, nice. Yeah. We have a beautiful building. We're kind of a really, we've, we've kind of said we're sort of the best kept secret of Stanwood right now because I think a lot of people drive by and don't know what that is, but that's yeah. what we are. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I've definitely gone down that road quite a bit. And, um, you know, I, I see all of the different businesses and buildings along that road. And I'm, a lot of times when you're just going by, you're on your way somewhere. But I look over and I'm like, what is that one? Like, that's, yeah. someone's there. Yeah. So. We're okay. there. Very cool. Um, and then for the for people that are adults and stuff in the area, what do you guys? What type of events do you have for them? Right now, we have the speaker series. Okay. That's that's the big one that's happening currently. Um, we have a knitters group that comes in. Yeah. We have AAUW comes in. So a lot of groups use our facility. So if you're interested in getting involved um, as a as an adult in some other programming, those happen at our resource center. Rotary meets there. Um, and then there's a lot of opportunity. Well, there's also volunteer opportunity, which we love our volunteers and are always looking for volunteers. So yeah. that's also an opportunity for adults to get involved and youth. Honestly, we had it. Yeah. One of our teen volunteers was the one to really take the wardrobe from point A to point B. She got it going. Oh, that's another thing for teens clothing resource. Right. Um, but the adults, yeah, we can always use volunteers, um, and then a lot of times they'll create things that they want to see. Like, hey, I really would love it if, and is that something we could do? And it's like, hmm, yeah, let's, let's figure that out. Yeah. Very cool. We also have Action Club. An Action Club, right. Adults with Disabilities. It mm -hmm. meets there once a week. Okay. So that's It's a, an offshoot of Kiwanis. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. So then uh, tell us about the programs that you guys, or uh, events that you have during the fall and winter that are coming up. <laughs> we just were talking about that. Um, so, I don't do here. You we, you kick us off. <laughs> we are um, we're not sure about the Halloween Harvest Carnival thing. We're talking about hopefully doing something um, either there or out in the community. Because yeah, partnering with another agency. Events. Yeah, yeah. Um, a Friendsgiving fundraiser fundraiser is coming. Okay. Soon. Um, in November, we think. Yeah, we're, um, we have gingerbread decorating house, gingerbread house decorating every year, nice. and she is going to be doing that again this year. So um, that is a lot of fun. That is well received. And we're actually thinking of doing something a little bit different with that and actually offering two, two opportunities, one that can be sort of like a date night. So, so adults coming in and making gingerbread houses as part of a date night, and mm -hmm. then one that can be family, kids, all ages. Yep. Nice. And then we're also hoping to do 12 days of the holidays. Okay. So some sort of activity countdown to the holidays. Nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. And during, uh, you know, with COVID and everything that, and, and kind of where we're at now, what are the biggest things that you guys have seen as far as people, what, are, what type of resources are they looking for when they, they reach out to you guys? Um, housing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Housing is a huge one. We, this area does not have real affordable housing. We don't really have any available housing pretty much period. So that's, that's a struggle. And then mental health, everybody's needing a little bit of that right now. Um, I think connection too. people yeah. kind of want to, you know, they want to come back together and be together and do things in person COVID oh, yeah. for, for the work we do, you know, we're face to face 
So COVID really put a damper on sort of that traditional work that we do where you come in and we interact. We had to pivot very quickly to doing everything online or through Zoom or phone calls and that kind of thing. And so that, that social emotional connection that everybody needs as human beings was really challenged during then. But in terms of what people are needing resource wise, it has been sort of help getting caught up. Housing is a huge one um, and just getting caught up in bills. Um, we also have a resource for folks looking to to get back into the work field. So we have a, a workforce person that comes in twice a month that she can help you with, I mean, she kind of does everything, right, yeah. Michelle? I mean, yeah. resume building to finding a applications, job, applications. Clothing. I mean, she can really help with, with all of that involved yeah. in getting a job. Education, mm -hmm. um, gas vouchers if they need to get back and forth for interviews. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And as... Um, you know, I always feel like when it comes to resources that the community needs, the needs definitely go up as you hit winter and stuff like that. Because during the summer, you can be outside more. You, you, there's not as extremes that you're dealing sure. with. But during the winter, um, what are some of the big things that you see during the winter? I mean, I, you've mentioned housing. And right. Housing, uh, propane needs go up. Oh, fuel, okay. You know, fuel to heat the house, so wood or whatever they use, that'll, yeah. go, that'll go up in the winter quite mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. And then the need to come visit with us mm -hmm. yeah. so that they're out of their house. And, you know, we do have um, controlled temperature. So in the summer when it's hot, people can come in and just chill with us and visit and relax or whatever they need. Um, in the winter when the power goes out, we'll see people come in to charge their phones and stuff and yeah. and to be warm. So We also have a used bookstore right now. And we notice like during when summertime, our, our uh Usage is not as great as, as, as Michelle said, as things get colder and people are spending more time indoors, I would say we probably have more visitors to the used bookstore, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, is your facility, what are the hours of operation at your facility? Right now, it's 10 to 5 Monday through Friday. Um, we are a tiny staff of three, <laughs> tiny but mighty. Um, and so as we look to add staff, I could see hours potentially changing, too. We will do evening hours and and. Uh, weekend hours if there's an event or a speaker or somebody somebody wants to use the facility we can do that too but our set hours of having staff is 10 to 5. Okay right. and the resources can be appointment made for our evening or morning or something that's works around their schedule. Yeah. I, I don't want to tell somebody no because they have a job and you know, can't get can't, there. Yeah. Can't get there when we're open. Sorry, so my job a, ends at five. I, we have a little flexibility with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of flexibility yeah. with everything honestly. Nice. So within the facility then, what do you guys have available as if someone just stops in on a random day? Well, if the bookstore happens to be open that day, they can explore that. We have the resource room, which has a computer and a phone and all of that that people can use. Um, There's the wardrobe. Yep. Um, we have a really big, well, big in my world, meeting space that has, that's set up to... It's, it's completely movable, so it's got um, projector, screen, AV, surround speaker, sound. surround sound, all that stuff. So you can, you, know, you, you can use that space. We can also take all that stuff down and have it be an activity space. Um, we have our teen space and then our offices. So 
Um, Wick's there. Wick the is garden. just going to, the garden. Oh, we also have our outside garden. I forgot. How could I forget yeah, the garden? Gosh, our, we've been working on that so hard. We also hard. have a, a picnic table under the willow tree, and people will often pull in and just have lunch there. We don't oh, even nice. see them. They yeah, come in, but yeah. they'll pull in and yeah. have lunch there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's actually a lot going on. <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Welcome to Kamano Island podcast is sponsored by the Kamano Voice podcast. If you are interested in a long-form podcast where I interview business owners, musicians, and more, join me every Tuesday for new episodes where I dive deep into the background of people in the Northwest. You can find the Kamano Voice podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or by going to our website, kamanocommons.com slash podcast. That's kamanocommons.com slash podcast. All right, and back to the show. Yeah. Great. So, um... So you mentioned that you guys are always looking for volunteers, but what are the types of uh, places and things that you guys are looking for volunteers in? Like what type of, whether that's skill set, specialties, or whatever. Um, so, well, we have the used bookstore, so that is volunteer ran. Okay. It's only open when volunteers are in there running it, so okay. that's nice. Um, working with our teens of all different ages. Um, we have volunteers that work in our garden. Um, we also have volunteers that come in and say, this is what I want to do, and then we'll try to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, We have volunteers that work in the wardrobe. We also yeah. always need volunteers on event days. Set up, you know, set up and oh, take yes. down is always something that is needed. Um, you know, if you have, I always kind of say time, talent, or treasure. So if you've got time that you just want to give, that's awesome. If you have treasure that you want to share, you know, if it, we are 100% reliant on funding to keep our doors open. And then if you have a talent, if there's something that you're really good at that you'd love to share with the community, that's also a way to get involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are the place to make that happen. Yeah. Somebody will come in and say, oh, I want to teach kids how to do this. And it's like, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. What are, uh, what are some of the organizations you guys partner with within the community? Okay, so I have to apologize if we miss anybody. We actually made a list just to <laughs> to make sure, you know, because we really, that it, you know, for a small organization like us and in a community like Stanwood Camino, I think partnering is really critically important. Collaborations are important. We can't do this work on our own. And we also don't want to duplicate services. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing the same thing as my neighbor down the street. There's, there's, that's not a good, being a good steward of resources. Yeah. So, um, well, why don't you start, Michelle? What do you have? Well, what I've added to the list okay. is, um, so I work really closely with the Lions, with St. Vincent de Paul, with Opportunity Council, with Island County Housing. Um, the other one that's not on the list was the school district. We're really active with the school district. Right. The library. Um, I've mentioned the Stanwood Camino, SCAC, the Stanwood Camino. <laughs> yeah. Okay. PFLAG, there's a new, um, we're just in the works of getting a PFLAG chapter started here in Stanwood. Um, well, Stanwood Camino, uh, SAFE, which is run by um, Satin. I don't know if you're familiar with SAFE. And I, I again, I, I apologize because I don't know what that acronym stands for off the top of my head. Um, the Ed Wiley Autism Neurodiversity Group, um, Making Life Work, which are you familiar with Making Life Work? Have you no. talked? Okay, so Making Life Work is a community collaborative that is made up of I would say most of the nonprofits in our community and some for-profit organizations. And we really got together to try and work on community-based issues that were too big for 
one of our agencies to work on. So right now we are working on what's called a 360 degree kindergarten readiness early childhood program. Okay. And so, um, but the folks involved in that are like us, the food bank, um, oh my gosh, library, library the school district, senior, center. senior centers. Um, oh gosh, I know I'm forgetting folks. I knew I would. Yeah, there's like 18. There's like 27 people involved oh. in this, and not all of them are directly in our community, but they serve Snohomish County. So yeah. um, that's a big partner. Um, and then I would also say Snohomish County. So we work closely with Snohomish County Health District and Snohomish County, the different agencies right. of Snohomish County that are social service-based organizations. We work with them too. And then as a family support center, we also have a family support network that um, includes all the family support centers in Snohomish County. So okay. yeah, there's a, there's a broad swath of folks we're working with. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. The um, so for the youth program type things you guys have, um, uh, you guys are pretty centrally located. But like people from the high school and stuff, are they? Is there any transportation to and from or ways to get there? Like maybe not for every day, but like for events and stuff. Um. So there is a so there's a couple resources, and you kind of Michelle, you might know this a little bit better than I do but there you know there is the island transit and our just our local transit that mm -hmm. really I mean we have a bus stop right in front of our community center oh, yeah, so yeah. so yeah. public transportation yeah and that bus is and that's public transportation you know we're not I think this is a walking community so we're yeah. not that far that you can yep. potentially walk and then there's also some uh snow goose which is a new transit line in the community um can can do, um, what do they call it, off-route transportation sometimes if we need to, if it, we need... We plan it ahead of time, but yeah. then they can go and, and pick up off their normal route. Okay. So we yeah. could arrange for them to do some of that. And honestly, our high schoolers, most of them are drivers <laughs> at this point, so they kind of get themselves there. So okay. And um, we've also partnered with um, the Senior Center before and used one right. of their mm -hmm. vans to take kids on field trips or whatever. So nice. Yeah. There, there's... There's, There's different ways, ways to make it happen. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And the school district also provides like an activity bus that'll mm -hmm. kind of go from the middle school, the, between middle Port schools. Susan, so yeah, yeah middle, the Stanwood Middle School can get up to Port Susan. Port Susan can get down to us. So there's that opportunity too. Okay. Nice. Um, and then uh, as far as the, your youth programs, how big are they normally? Like how many kids are normally coming? Um, I would say... Anywhere, probably about 15 kids, anywhere mm -hmm. from like 7 to 15 kids. It just sort of depends on the activity and what day of the week and what sports they're involved <laughs> in. And um, I think, too, it depends on what their interests are. So, you know, like I said, we've been working on, we, we have the partnership around art. We've gotten a lot of homeschool kids, too, coming to that who wouldn't maybe necessarily normally participate, but there's some activities that they want to participate in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking to looking to grow that. But um, yeah, I would say we have probably a solid fifteen kids coming. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then, um, what about people that are maybe retirees and, and stuff like that? What type of events? And you, you've got the speaker series, but what other things do you have going on in the community for them? Well, I think the really cool thing is we have really great senior centers. So yeah. honestly, that's one of those yeah. areas that they really do a great job in, okay. and so we might partner with them to support that. But 
you know, honestly, we, we don't compete with that too right. much, although we offer things to, you know, they can, all of our programs, like I said, are open to all ages. So the speaker series, if you want to join a knitters group, if you're interested in getting active in rotary or those kinds of things, but the senior centers do such a great job on their own. We yeah. kind of, we kind of let them do their thing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if there are resources they need, we're here. So, I mean, yeah, I know we, Michelle works with a lot yeah. of seniors that have need supports on the, you know, on day-to-day basic needs type stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And do you guys, I know you mentioned the making life work. Do you guys Mm -hmm. have a a formal or informal way that you guys as nonprofits kind of all work, like either meet together or... That's the making life work. And then we, on top of that, all the directors, we have a director's meeting every month, which is sort of more of a social thing, but we get together and kind of talk about what we're doing or what challenges we're having. Michelle has a group too that's, um, you have two groups that you kind of meet together. I, I have a, a one for Snohomish County, and then I have one for local Stanwood and Camino, um, all of us that are helping people with resources. So mm-hmm. if I somebody comes in and they need something that I don't have, I can get in that group and say, hey, I have someone that needs this. Who has it? Yeah. Where is it? How do we get it? Yeah. And, and they can do that too, so then we can all... Yeah, we network a lot. I mean, yeah. it's sort of one of those things where it's like, oh, I may not have it, but let me call Julie yep. at the senior center, you know, or... You know, it, it, we definitely all work very closely together. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Because yeah. it, it's definitely, um, yeah, within this community, it's, it's a small community, so you're not, you don't have unlimited resources, not that cities do, but you have a lot less resources than Absolutely. you guys. Absolutely. So working together and really okay. specializing in what you guys can do best is really, really beneficial. Well, and I think the one thing, since I'm a relative newcomer, that I recognize in this community is, um, you know, we don't always get the resources that, you know, the our, our brothers and sisters to the south get through Snohomish County, you know, not living in Everett or Marysville. That's where sort of the bulk of those services are. So I feel like this community has always sort of said, okay, we need this. Let's make it happen. And people make it happen. Yeah. So um, they're really good at taking care of each other and taking care of community. And that's an important part of be- living here, I think, is, is that giving back to community. So... Um, you know, if we don't have it, we usually can figure out a way how to get it here or find supports for that. Or we've been really trying, like, with WIC coming in the work resource, that kind of thing, bringing those agencies up here since we have space, saying, hey, why don't you come once a week and are here so that our folks don't have to travel all the way to Everett or Marysville or, or up, to Mount, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. up to Mount Vernon. So we've been trying to bring services here, too, so that they... Maybe it's not every day, but at least, you know, on Tuesdays, you can come and talk to somebody about X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, I do think that's a really important thing, especially as you're, uh, you know, dealing with whether it's transportation or work right. or things mm-hmm. like that. That can make that really difficult. If, you know, especially for folks that are, are, you know, struggling a little bit. If yeah. trying to get all the way to Everett, you've got three kids, your mm-hmm. car's kind of on the fritz. How are you going to take them on the bus? A, it's going to take you, what, two hours right. <laughs> and right. three transfers. And so it, it's nice to have those services right here where it's a little bit easier access and we can help with getting you to us if you need that help too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So where do you guys see, you guys have obviously had to grow a lot over these last few years, but where do you kind of see um, the CRC going as we keep moving into the future? Well, my dream would be, um, and I've only been here a year, so I've been kind of in the process of 
I think COVID gave us the opportunity to kind of look at, relook at ourselves and say, okay, what worked really well before COVID, what didn't work so great before COVID, now that we've been through COVID. So we've had this opportunity to kind of reassess. Um, and so my vision is to really be seen as a community, as a family resource center. We're a community hub, you know, like it's not just for one group of people. It's for everybody in the community. Everybody can find something um or a way to get connected if they're interested in doing that. I think we've sort of had a reputation of just serving one population, and that isn't the case. We want to serve everybody. Yeah. And, and just be that kind of welcoming place, just a, a warm hug when you come in the door. Yeah, yeah and, and having been there, what, 10 years Yeah, now, Michelle's a veteran. I can <laughs> tell you, a family support center, a community resource center, we, we're ever-changing. Yeah. It will be ever-changing because our... Our goal is to meet the needs of the community. Yeah. So with with that, we're going to change as the community. Yeah, as community needs, needs change. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our community is changing. I mean, oh, what yeah. is there like six hundred new houses going in in Stanwood? Yeah. I mean, our community as a whole is going to change too. So. And family support. That's that's what we do. That's I, I mm -hmm. feel that that growing more than the resource part even. So yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. I think our partnership with the school district is going to open up a lot of doors too. And this the early childhood kindergarten readiness um, is really going to set the stage for a lot of future programming, not just for us, but I think our community as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's very cool. And so. Um, where are, where's the, um, we mentioned where you guys are at, but what are the easiest ways to get in touch with you guys and, and kind of, you know. <laughs> you well, can, Michelle just happens to have. You can call <laughs> us, da, 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 da. you can email us, you can stop on in and say hello and just say hello. Um, we have these um, did you know cards and I can leave some with you mm -hmm. and you can do, check out our website, check out our Facebook and find out more about more and our website it. is www.crc-sc.org. And so all of our contacts and all of that are located there. Um, uh, our phone number is 360-629-5257. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, we'll have all of that in the show notes um, okay. as well so people can easily access those. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, uh, do you guys have... Um, a question. Um, other suggestions for people or, or resource centers or organizations to be on the Welcome to Camino podcast? Oh, wow. I don't know who has been on. Like There hasn't been many because okay. we're only six episodes in and we release them monthly. Okay. It would be great to maybe have um, Making Life Work, um, Bev Pranishan, who mm -hmm. kind of heads up that group, have her come on and talk about Making Life Work. I think that could be really helpful. Nice. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to go wrong with anybody. Yeah, I was going to say, there. yeah, I don't think, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Nice. Have you had Kat on yet from SCAC? We, that, we haven't had her on this podcast okay, yet, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I think. Because she's got a lot going on, too, and she's got huge energy, so yes. she's a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, I get to work with her um, on the chamber board. She's part of the commando chamber. Okay, and I'm um, assuming you've had chamber on and all that. Yes. Okay, yeah. you can tell I'm not very... Um, Pod, like this is my first podcast doing and I can honestly say I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast so I'm not <laughs> I am not in this world at all 
So, but I will try to listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> and from here forward, when are these? When are these done? Yeah. So we release this podcast on a monthly basis. It's okay. uh, Welcome Wednesday is kind of our tagline. Nice. So we okay. try and do it on the first Wednesday of every month. Okay. Uh, and every month kind of has its own theme. Um, so this one obviously is about resources in the community mm-hmm. and where people can find what they need to find. Um, we've got one coming up that's going to talk about uh, prepping for winter, whether there's storms or oh, snow, good idea. Or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. We already had the school district on talking about oh, good. how that okay. works. Um, so we're just trying to gra- um, gather different things that, you know, people that, especially people that are new here, right. like they may not know about the resource center. They may mm-hmm. not know about how the school system works because we've got this weird combination, Stanwood Camino mm-hmm. School Absolutely. System. We're very clear on the, the two counties. It's it's yeah. a challenge. It, it's a blessing and a curse, I will say. So right. it can be challenging. or And it's also kind of cool. But yeah. um, so one thing I would say, because I feel like I'm still a relative newcomer, either even though I've been here six years, I don't feel like you're really accepted until maybe 25. Yeah, Is that kind of? Yeah. Um, you know, be willing to explore, like yeah. get, get out here and drive around and learn the island, visit different places, get to know your neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, walk your neighborhood. Cause most of our neighborhoods, although we don't have sidewalks necessarily, they're very walkable. Um, yeah. And just get, if you're interested, yeah, depending on what brought you here, if you're wanting to kind of check out and, you know, have, have a nice private life and, you know, watch, your, look at the ocean, then that's fine too. But if you want to get to know folks, it's really easy to get connected here too. If you're interested in doing that, there's a lot going on always. Yeah. We still have some of that small town. Small yeah. town. You can say hi Absolutely. to your neighbors. You can walk into the businesses and just say, "Hey, what is it you do here?" Or right. Whatever. You and, can and talk and to people at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can take a while to go grocery shopping. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. Well, thank you for having us. This was fun. Yeah. All right, Islanders, and we'll see you guys next month. Thank you for listening to the Welcome to Kameno Island podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Thanks again to our sponsor. The Camino Voice for sponsoring today's episode. If you have any questions about today's topics or have any topic suggestions, please email us at chamber at camenoisland.org. As always, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. That's all for today's episode, Islanders. See you next time.